Well, good morning, everyone. Week 8 is finally here. NFL Fantasy Matchup. Good morning, Jed and Jim. How are you? Morning. Hey, good morning. Happy Friday. <laughs> well, hey, big news. Uh, yesterday's game was kind of a boring game, but I was just highly – well, it's big news for me. Calvin Ridley goes out uh, right in the middle of the game. He ends up with about five, six fantasy points. And I'm playing Jimmy, and I, look, I need to, as many points as I can get. So this was not very good for me yesterday. Yeah, that was bad, but a good uh, good game for Julio Jones. Two games in a row, over 100 yards. Looks like he's uh, finally fully healthy, looking good. But, yeah, hopefully – I don't think it was too serious of an injury, right? No, no, no. Uh, uh, t test came out negative uh, that showed this morning. and But it was actually a game of field goals. And so if you have that uh, cool, young King cool yeah. as your kicker, man, was he kicking field goals. Now, the only thing is he keeps missing extra points. But other than that, he's really good at field goals. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I, You know, I actually enjoy the missed extra points. Now, you know, they, we all we remember when they were closer. They finally moved back a little bit further. And I think you are getting to where there's a little bit more excitement with that play. It's not just a gimme anymore. So but that is interesting. Hey, Jim, out of the Carolina team as well, too. I know Teddy Bridgewater continues to really be slow and steady. Curtis Samuel actually did really, really well last night. No, actually, I was thinking about it because I was – Curtis Samuel is still available in a lot of people's wires. My only question that I started asking myself is um, you're going to have Christian McCaffrey coming back next week, and I think that's going to change the dynamic of the offense because I think a lot of the offense is going to be running through him going forward. I don't know if you guys agree or not. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Um, Mike Davis had a decent game, but still the last two games, he wasn't as explosive as he was the first couple games. Um, so I think McCaffrey will just take on the full load. And also Bridgewater did go out last night. Um, mm -hmm. had, it took a big hit, but it looks like he's going to be okay as well. Um, but and he's got a little bit of extra time given the Thursday game, so he should be okay. But I mm -hmm. agree with you. It's going to flow through McCaffrey. If you've got McCaffrey, I've been trying to trade for him on teams I don't have him. On teams I do have him, I'm waiting because I, I do think he's going to have a big second half. I mean, you're gonna see of, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, you're going to see it. You're going to see a lot of these players coming back, right? And so even with McCaffrey, it's it's almost like, okay, then the question then becomes, who are some of these players that you want to dump in order to pick up – to to bring McCaffrey back into your lineup as well too? Yeah. Now, the good thing is, is I think a lot of times is prior before the McCaffrey injury, everything was going through McCaffrey. And besides Robbie Anderson, no other wide receiver was catching anything. Now he's been gone for a couple of weeks. They're going to Samuel. They're going to DJ Moore. They're going to Robbie Anderson, who continues to always be there consistently week in and week out. And so now it makes for a balanced offense. Yeah, Robbie Anderson is the guy that I would hold on to now. I think he is the clear number one there. Um, I've got DJ Moore on a couple teams. He's just been disappointing, you know, too many ups and downs. So you're talking about guys to drop, um, Jimmy. Moore, DJ Moore is one that I'm either at the very least going to bench him, um, if not consider dropping him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Got it. Well, hey, let me just go through some of the news and notes. And then from that point on, I, Jed, I know you like picking the games of the week for us to look at a couple week eight games. From that point on, I want to talk about sleepers and busts. And then from that point on, start or sit them as well, too. A couple of things. Debo Samuel expected to be out the next two games. 
that's key, especially if you have Ayuk on the team. And so a, a lot of times, any thoughts on that, Jed? Um, yeah, I actually, believe it or not, guys, I dropped Debo Samuel uh, in a league um, because I wanted to get Antonio Brown. Yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, I think Brandon Ayuk, definitely the number one you want to go after. If you see Samuel on the waiver wire, he's not a bad person to get. You just have to wait. And in that league that I had him, I, I don't have time to wait. I need to win. So, um, but yeah, that, I think he's someone to look at. Got it. Hey, uh, this actually does not actually help for D, uh, fantasy purposes, but D.D. Westbrook torn ACL confirmed. He was great last year, but at the same time, he just is nothing. He is not there at all. Fantasy relevant this year. Chris Godwin out for week eight after undergoing surgery on a fractured finger that he got on a touchdown throw. And so a lot of times, do you, are any of you guys starting Antonio Brown, Jim? Um. Antonio Brown. I, yeah. Well, he's not coming back yet, is he? Yeah, no, he's not back this yeah. weekend. It's not, okay. he's not back till week uh, nine. Um, and actually, Mike Evans is a little, still a little gimpy. So it's going to be interesting to see um, how that plays out. I would expect maybe more, you know, more Gronk, and we'll see. But um, no, 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 you're wrong, Jed. It's Scotty Miller again. Was <laughs> okay. Scotty Miller limited in practice? Let me double check. I thought Scotty Miller was limited in practice yesterday. Yeah, but that – I mean, the tight ends, I've been surprised with Gronk. That's two weeks in a row yeah. with the touchdown. Um, he clearly was just working his way back into, you know, into playoff shape. It's clear that basically um, Brady doesn't target him until they get into the red zone, but that's not a bad thing to have uh, Gronk available there. So someone to, to look at if he's on your waivers. Chad, he's actually been looking really, really good the last couple of weeks. I, I know Charlene, uh, my wife, has him on her fantasy team. And I've been watching. I say, wow, he's been pretty decently. And, of course, they're playing the Giants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, a lot of points to be had there. Um, I think that's one of the bigger um, spreads. Yeah, it's a 12-point spread. So, expecting Tampa Bay to kill him, um, it should be points there to be had. So Scotty Miller was limited at practice on Thursday with a hip and groin injury, but he's still expected to play on Sunday. Yeah. So you know what that means. It's going to be a blowout game against the Giants. Ronald Jones will probably do really, really well with the splash of Leonard Fournette. Yeah, Ronald Jones has been a really big – for those of you who got him, most people got him really late. I'm thinking like – you know, around six, seven, eight, a lot of people would be able to get him late. And he has just, if you were, if you held on to him, if you didn't drop him, that he had a couple games right around, you know, week three where it was just, you know, so, so, but now he is really producing as the primary one. So he's been a, a good, a good pickup. Chase Edmonds after the buy is expected to be the cards, Cardinals primary ball carrier with my first round draft pick, Kenyon Drake out for a few weeks. Jed, I, I see you nodding with a smile. Do you have him on any of your teams? Oh, yeah. I paid big bucks to get Chase Edmonds. You're not going to like this, Tommy. I actually dropped Kenyon Drake in one league. I said, I'm, <laughs> I'm done. I've got Chase Edmonds. I'm putting him in. I'm not using Drake anymore. Let someone else have that headache. Yes, it's annoying, that headache. Hey, Jim, Dallas Goddard has 21 days practice window activated. Are you picking him up? Are you looking at Dallas Goddard at all? You know, he's on the number of my IR, um, and so I would just kind of move him into my lineup. Uh, but I actually think that he will be a pretty decent pickup. Uh, now, can you wait that much longer for him um, to even get back into shape? Because I actually think that Rodgers, who is currently the tight end for them, is actually pretty good. Um, yeah. I'm actually trying to observe what he's going to do this coming week. Yeah. 
I'm looking at Zach Ertz, who is on IR. I just do not think he's relevant. But at the same time, for us in Dynasty, I actually picked up Zach Ertz in Dynasty and hoping that he'll do well. Hey, Michael Pittman Jr., if you're looking for a wide receiver, returns to practice out of Indianapolis. And then for any here, here's what I would love for your thoughts on. The trade deadline is November 3rd. Jed, Will Fuller, Green Bay Packers have expressed interest in Will Fuller. Thoughts on that if he's paired up with Devontae Adams? Oh, man, that's uh, drooling at that prospect. And that, so if you have Fuller, definitely hold on. Um, if he goes there, that's going to be really explosive. So um, I would love, you know, as we've talked about, Green Bay's look for that solid number two for many years. I have Lazard on my IR waiting for him. Um, but if Will Fuller goes there, um, that could be really strong. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Lazar, is he seems to be coming back off of IR. Are you picking him up? Is he someone that you're looking at in your leagues? Oh, I've got him on my IR. I've got him stashed away on IR in a couple different teams. So as, as Jimmy said, I'll just move him into the bench because um, I'm, I'm expecting some points there. You really think he's that good? Well, basically, he's like a you know he's a wide receiver too, right? And so the whole thing with yeah. Devontae Adams too is the Adams' injury history as well. And so if yeah. Adams ever goes out, then Lazar is a, a definite plug and play. Yeah. Hey, look at the Dallas Cowboys. Look, we all know their defense is terrible. Their offense is terrible as well too. Mike Nolan, who was formerly the coach for the San Francisco 49ers, is now the defensive coordinator. Did you know that they just released two players and traded a player yesterday? So they uh, released Don Terry Poe, Daryl Worley, and Emerson Griffin. Man, they are releasing everyone. They are playing the Eagles, and as we look at matchups, you got to play all Eagles players against the Cowboys this week. Yeah, unfortunately, if you um, if your team has been built around Cowboys, you are in big trouble because I'm expecting a huge drop-off. Uh, in the offensive production. And so, yeah, if you have the Eagles, um, definitely play them all. Actually, Travis um, Fulcom is one that uh, I've been kind yep. of debating. We'll have some debates yep. about him versus others. But um, if you have Cowboys, now is the time to dump and just you got to go to plan C and plan D. Yeah. Hey, Jim, uh, Andy Dalton participating in QB meetings probably will not uh, play this week. And so mm -hmm. it definitely affects all of your D, uh, Dallas players C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Namari Cooper. Where are you? Are you playing any of your Dallas players this week? Right now, I'm, I'm benching them. If I if I can trade Amari Cooper to any teams, I've been working on trading him. The person I've been surprised by is Ezekiel Elliott, who keeps fumbling that football. And as you watch a lot of the fantasy folks, they've been telling you to just dump Michael Gallup because he's not going to be fantasy relevant. Yeah, I dumped um, Gallup actually maybe three or four weeks ago. Um, Ezekiel Elliott is the one guy that because he's the running back, because of the volume, he's the one guy that I would consider playing yeah. out of the Dallas offensive players. Everyone else, um, I'm not playing. Jen, let me say, uh, let me ask you this. Gardner Minshew x-rays reveal multiple fractures in his thumb. Wow. He probably will not be playing next week because they're on by this week. Do you know who their backup quarterback is? I do not know. Um, I was trying to trade for James Robinson and just got rejected. Um, <laughs> that's interesting. I did not. I did not know that. If he cannot play, former Bear Mike Lennon will be starting. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, DJ yeah. Chark is on a couple of my teams with Mike Lennon. Oh my God, he's gonna stink. 
Oh. But on the flip side, if you've got James Robinson, maybe that volume goes up. So, you know. You know, James cool. Robinson has been doing really well the last two weeks. I'm so glad I traded for I Tom, didn't I trade you? Yep. I traded you for James Robinson. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to. So to get James Robinson, um, I was actually offering Thielen. Yeah. And so that's a pretty high price. Oh, I, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. feel pretty good about Robinson. Yeah, but Jimmy and I, I think a lot of times it worked out for both of us. We actually did a package including James Robinson for Devontae Adams. So I traded him two players for Devontae Adams. Yeah, it was Stefan Diggs and James Robinson for Devontae Adams. Oh, that's a good trade. I like that trade yeah. both ways because it's you know it's just dependent on what your needs are. That's a solid trade. Yep. Couple of players. Julian Edelman expected to miss time. Hey, uh, Jim, let me ask you: Are you playing any New England Patriots? Are you starting anyone this week? You know, the only person I've thought about. I don't know if starting, but if you need a flex spot, is Damian Harris. I actually think with Cam Newton um, out, that opens up the possibilities for Damian Harris and the one time that he started and without Cam Newton, he actually did really well. So I've actually put him into a flex spot in one of my leagues because I needed a running back. Got it. Hey, Chad, let me just finish up with three running backs. Joe Mixon, once again, is absent from Thursday's practice, probably will not play. Aaron Jones is calved, not also participant. Most likely news comes out that he will not play on Sunday in preparation for next Thursday's game. Miles Sander, also absent in practice, not expected to start. Boston Scott, again, comes back. Any of your thoughts? But And also, running back, Dalvin Cook practices. He'll probably play on Thursday. Man, Boston Scott, if you've got him, I, I tried to get him, was not able to. If you've got Boston Scott in place of Miles Sanders against the Cowboys this weekend, you gotta be yeah. you got to be really happy. I think that's the one guy out of that group um, I'd really target and, and want to play. Yep. And Jim, Michael Thomas returns to practice, probably will play this Sunday. Jalen Rager of the Eagles will be playing Sunday versus the Cowboys. And uh, Philip Lindsay probably will not play. And Allen Robinson, wide receiver for the Bears, probably will not play this week. Who do the Bears have? Daryl Mooney? No, nope. Cole Komet. Oh, yeah. Cole Komet. Yeah. And, oh, man, it is. Let's just go through week eight games. Jed, I know you usually like to look at plays of the week or games of the week. Who are you looking at this week? Yeah, there's some really interesting ones. Huge spreads this weekend. So the Chiefs versus the Jets, it's a 20-point spread. Biggest spread we've seen this season. Um, Really makes it tough. You know, you figure the Jets are supposed to be a professional team. But, man, you know, it's hard not to see the Chiefs just piling the points on. So I just thought I'd point that one out. Tampa Bay is the other big spread. Um, The upset pick I want to go for the week. I've been waiting all season. Uh, Haven't picked the Bears, but this is the weekend. Saints playing the Bears. I know we were down, um, you know, our wide receiver there, but the Saints have just been a mess. Um, And even though Thomas is coming back, I feel like he's not happy. They're not in sync. And uh, I think the Bears are going to have a bounce-back game. I'm looking for the offense uh, to, to come alive. And so the Saints are four-point favorites, but I'm picking the Bears for the weekend. Interesting. Uh, Jed, I totally disagree with you. The Bears' offense is a mess. David Montgomery stinks. Anthony Miller stinks. 
Cole Komet will probably get some more carries other than that. With Michael Thomas back, Drew Brees will get back on sync. Alvin Kamara, who has been quiet the last couple of weeks, will do well. So I think a lot of times the Saints are going to surpass that four points. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. You might be right. I might be voting with my heart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jim, what do, which games are you looking at this week? So I really think Chua, who is now the starting quarterback for the Dolphins, they're going to beat the Los Angeles Rams. I actually think Tua is going to have a pretty decent day, and he's going to have a pretty decent fantasy football season going forward. Interesting. I now, love I it. just That's a who, great pick. I love it. Yeah. Jim, who do you think is going to be the main recipient? Are you looking at Miles Gaskin as doing really well or Devontae Parker as the main recipient of the success with Tua? See, I – I thought about Gaskin. I actually think the two players that are going to benefit from Tua the most, Gisecki, their tight end, and I actually think Preston Wood, uh, Preston Williams. It's Preston Williams. Is that his name? Preston Williams. Yeah, Preston Williams. Yeah, Preston Williams is actually going to do pretty good. You start seeing Preston. They were going to. They were involving Preston Williams a little bit more. I actually think Tua is going to benefit both of them. Jed, he actually makes a good point with Gasecki as well, too. You have a young quarterback. Who did he throw? The tight end. Gasecki is not a bad tight end. Now, he's been quiet for a couple weeks. Trey Burton has emerged. But I would not be surprised to see Gasecki. You know what? I mean, uh, he's sitting on the waivers. I probably will go and pick him up after this thing. Oh, yeah. Gasecki's sitting out there. I think Tool's going to need a big body out there to throw to. And Gasecki's a pretty good receiver. I think Tua's going to go after him. Yeah, I, I like Parker, though. I think Parker is, um, you know, clear separation. That To me, the young quarterback is looking for who's open, and Parker is just such a talent. I mean, he always gets separation. So I think, in my mind, too, is going to, like, zone in on him, um, zero in on him. So we'll see. Tom, yeah. let me – or Tom and Jed, let me let me tell you, right, if, if, if you have an open spot, I actually think two is going to do well this year. I mean, he's going to surprise you, just like Justin Herbert surprised us from Los Angeles. I mean, it's definitely at this stage of the season, it's worth a gamble. You know, there aren't very many big kind of swings you can take. And, and Tua is definitely one of those. So yeah, I agree with you. There's not many of those left. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jed, let me ask you. You mentioned the uh, Chiefs against the Jets. Six and one Chiefs against the O and seven Jets. Who is going to be the main recipient? When we meet again on Tuesday, which Chiefs player is going to benefit the most from this game? Is it Hilaire? Is it Tyreek Hill? Is it Travis Kelsey? Who are you betting on? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I mean, I think a big game for Mahomes. I think that's going to be uh, – they're going to light it up. Um, so, actually, I would say probably still the passing game, even though you would expect Hilaire to get more carries into the second half when they have a big um, lead. I think they'll let Mahomes air it out. So, I'm going to go with Mahomes. And, actually, um, one of my sleeper picks was uh, um, Nico Hardman. You know, I think they're going to spread the ball a little bit. So, you should see uh, some yeah. of the third string picking up. And, Jim, I'm not sure you have Tyreek Hill on your team. Look, he has not had one of those blowout games where he just goes crazy. I I would not be surprised if he just went crazy this week. Yeah, I, I've been trying to trade Tyreek Hill um, for Justin Jefferson, and I've gotten rejected. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I keep telling my wife because she is Justin Jefferson. I said, do not trade him for a Tyreek Hill. I was trying to take advantage of the situation. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, guys, the other two games that I'm looking at where I think has good fantasy relevance, Vikings and Packers, I think we're going to see another big game from Aaron Rodgers 
Devonta Adams. I actually think Justin Jefferson will have a good big game. And then also I'm looking at Titans Bengals. Um, I think uh, Ryan Tannehill will have a big game for the Titans. Yeah, that's I actually picked up on the Titans game as well because the Titans are only five and a half point favorites in that game. But mm-hmm. I think I think they're gonna kill the Bengals. I think there could the Bengals could score some points though. So if you still have Joe Burrow, I think you can you can bank on three hundred plus yards. The guy is uh, just a machine, but uh, I think the Titans are gonna kill him. Do you guys but think the Bengals uh, actually let me just say this with the Bengals a lot of times I mean if you AJ Green is sitting there he has been doing well. Now, he hasn't caught a lot of touchdown passes, but he is hovering around six catches, 89 yards. If you have a – there's four teams, Washington team, uh, Jacksonville, uh, Arizona. They're all on by, and Houston's on by. Man, you cannot go wrong with A.J. Green as someone who is a replacement or flex player this week. Jim, go ahead. Would you play, would you play Gio Bernard? No, absolutely not. Really? Yeah. I have him, and I'm trying to decide if I should – uh, leave him off my waiver wire. I, you don't think Gio Bernard's going to be fantasy relevant or at least no. be de- decent? Chad, what do you think? Yeah, I'm not a fan of the backfield um, in Cincinnati. Even when Joe Mixon is there, I avoided that situation. So I, I agree. I actually would go more at the passing game. The problem with A.J. Green for me is just there's a ceiling. You know, you're not going to – yes, you can get maybe six or seven catches, but that's pretty much it. So if you're okay with that, I think that's fine. But I, I'd rather shoot for the fences than someone who can, you know, get some touchdowns. Um, that's kind of the way I look at it more. Yeah. Hey, uh, in terms of Green Bay, a lot of times Jimmy mentioned Green Bay. I, I think a lot of times Jamal Williams will continue to do yeah. really, really well. Is that Vikings defense is not what it is in the past. And I think a lot of times, especially with Aaron Jones possibly most likely sitting out in our week, Jamal Williams did really, really well. And I think he, you're going to see another good performance out of him. I mean, Aaron Rodgers even this past week said he loved Jamal Williams, and they did not miss a step with him replacing Aaron Jones for the week. Yeah. Hey, the game I actually want to get your feedback on, guys, is, uh, Jim, I'm going to start with you. The Baltimore Ravens against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who is the key player coming out of that game that you would like to highlight? I wish it was Chase Claypool because I picked him up on so many uh, leagues. But with Deontay Johnson coming in, um, and he's expected to play this week as well, too, I don't know how that's going to work out. If I were to focus on two players, James Conner from the Steelers, and then the other person I would focus on from the Ravens, I actually think that uh, Marquise Brown will have actually a good day for fantasy relevance. Who you guys think is going to win that game? So the steel, uh, the Ravens are four point favorites. It's technically at Ravens home. Um, Steelers are at the Ravens, um, but the Ravens are four point favorites. But the Steelers are undefeated. Ravens have one loss. Who you guys have in that game? I, I would probably say for me, a lot of times I think a lot of times. Baltimore has had a couple down games. I think they're going to come back. Lamar Jackson has been struggling. I think he's going to have a very, very good game. Forget the running backs, Dobbins, everything like that. I actually think Mark Andrews and as well as Marquise Brown will have a very good game, especially if they're anticipating the arrival of the great Des Bryant coming in a couple weeks. Yeah. You know what? I agree with Tommy. I actually think the Ravens are going to beat the Steelers in this game. Yeah. Chad, what do you think? You know, I don't know. I feel like the Ravens have been just really um, 
not what we expected, not as strong as we expected. Without that strong run game, I feel like they're too pass dependent and, you know, the passing game has not been what it was. And so I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers pull this one off and yeah. remain the only undefeated team left. Yeah. Hey, uh, Des Bryant, any of you guys picking him up? No, he's trash. He only got signed to the practice squad. He didn't even yeah. like get signed to so no. Got it. All right. I pick, I pick. I would pick Antonio Brown all day over Des Bryant first. And, and you know what, guys? I'm I'm excited about Brown. You know, I've got him, and um, I've been waiting to see. But I was worried because I thought, okay, Tampa Bay, they have too many pass catchers. How's he going to get anything? But the reality is, is these injuries are really piling up. You know, both Mike Evans um, and Chris Godwin, their injuries are starting to get to them. And so I think Brown's going to have a solid number two wide receiver role on that Tampa Bay offense, and it, that's going to pay out. Yeah, I, mean, I agree with you. Think about it. Tom Brady convinced Tampa Bay to sign Antonio Brown. They're going to know they're going to need to keep that guy happy in order for him not to not to do anything crazy. So they're going to be intentional about make giving him the ball. I think it's going to hurt uh, Rob Gronkowski in terms of the number of throws. And I actually think they're going to hurt Mike Evans as well, too. Now, at the same time, here's the one thing with Antonio Brown. He's been gone for so long. Don't be surprised if you see a soft tissue injury, especially a hamstring issue. And so a lot of times that will really be the one thing that would affect him. He is intent on showing that he's still a good player. He's an elite player. He has a one-year contract. He wants to come back to the NFL and want to be one of the elite receivers and wants to get paid. But I bet you he – don't be surprised if he goes out with soft tissue injury. Now, uh, hey, go ahead. But here's the thing is, with Tom Brady now, with all of these weapons, do you consider him an every week starter? Tom Brady? Uh, no, Antonio Brown? No, Tom Brady. Uh, I think so. Jed, you're not, you're shaking your head. Why, why not? Well, if he's, if, if you're down to he's your only option, I think that's fine. But um, to me, he's not even in the top 10. He's not going to end the season in the top 10. So I always look at it as if you're in a 10 team league, um, you know, you want someone who's in the top team, 10, and I don't think he's going to end there. And so I, that's not a guy I want as my starter. Okay, let me ask you then a question. Is Tom Brady or Drew Brees then, Jed? Oh, yeah, that there I would take. Well, actually, I would wait and see how Brees plays this weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, he could do better with Michael Thomas back. Um, but this, So the ceiling would be higher on Brees to me than Brady. But, but you know, actually, that's a tough one. I could see taking Brady over Brees. But hopefully that is a matchup-dependent decision. If you have both those guys, hopefully you're picking whoever has the weaker defense that you can attack. Um, but those aren't guys that you can plug in and just sit there like a Kyler Murray or a Lamar Jackson and just say, okay, I don't have to even think about it. Hey, these days uh, we're running out of time right now. I want to quickly go over some matchups, and then if we have time, I want to get your sleepier of the week. Uh, Jim, let me ask you, Lamar Jackson or Justin Herbert? Who are you playing? Justin Herbert. I, I actually – so he's – so I, I have both of them on my player, and this week Justin Herbert is who I'm going to pick. I actually think that Lamar is just having a struggle, struggling season, and Justin Herbert has just been on fire the last few weeks. Interesting. Hey, Jed, Devontae Parker or Marquise Brown? Oh, we just talked about Parker with Tua. I'm going to stick with Parker. Um, I expect uh, Tua, the rookie, to you know look to his main player and kind of focus in on it. As we talked about, Lamar Jackson has been struggling, so would not, would not be surprised if Brown doesn't have a great week. 
Jim, we have four players on by, I mean, four teams on by this week. And so, and also in San Francisco, Moster is out. Are you looking at Jerick McKinnon or Damian Harris? I'm picking Damian Harris, partly because I think Jamichael Hastings is going to be the primary ball carrier and the primary fantasy scorer for the week. Hey, look. I'm starting Hasty in a couple different leagues. Yep. I agree. I think he's going to – we saw that Jerick McKinnon the last time he had the chance. He was not the main ball carrier. They like him in that third down um, role. And so I expect Hasty to have a big outing, and um, I'm, yep. I'm hoping for that. Jen, if I, if I was to look at a sleeper of the week, you need to look at Hasty. And there was a wonderful article that we shared on our Facebook group uh, 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 from Yahoo Sports on Hasty turning down a bunch of different offers for teams to play with the 49ers. So check that article out, Jim. Jed, I, there was there was a couple moves that I saw because we're all in the league together. I saw uh, you like Hastings, but the other person that I saw that you picked up that I thought was a smart move, Nelson Aguilar from the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh. Yeah, Aguilar, I think is gonna. You know, he's a lot of people missed him. He was out on the waivers. Um, I think he's gonna have a good week. I think the Raiders' pass offense has been a little bit down, um, but they should pick back up. And yeah, I was gonna say I would take, for example, um, Aguilar. You know, over some of those other, um, like even a Marquise Brown. I think. Aguilar. I mean, he scored three touchdowns. He scored touchdowns in each of the last three games. Aguilar is doing well. Well, speaking of Aguilar, Jim, let me go over to you. Aguilar or Devonte Parker? Then I go Aguilar. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jet, what would you do? Yeah, I like Aguilar as well. You know, I think um, there's just been so many injuries, you know, with the uh, Raiders that uh, Aguilar has been the one consistent. Um, and so I like him there. But man, Parker is so talented. Yeah. So it's hard. That's a really tough one. Um, yeah, I would probably say Devontae Parker because don't be surprised. Ruggs is actually on that team and he has is now coming back after a couple of weeks. And you still have Waller. And remember, Josh Jacobs has been really, really quiet the last couple of weeks. And so a lot of times as people are coming back, don't be surprised because when all of those guys were healthy, what did Aguilar do? He did nothing, absolutely nothing as well too. Hey, let me ask you a couple more. Uh, Jen, let me go to you. Galladay, pick one of the three. Galladay, Justin Jefferson, or Adam Thielen? <laughs> yeah, this is a tough one. This one is – I actually have this exact – match on my one of my teams and so i am just not a fan of Thielen. i know that Thielen is ranked in the top 10 this week i think justin jefferson is going to outperform him but then between jefferson and galladay i just i don't know guys i'm really stuck on this one i love jefferson but galladay is such a volume guy um had a great week last week and so I, honestly i'm really stuck jim who would you pick galladay jefferson or Thielen? Uh, I, I I agree with you. I would take Thielen out. So for me, it'll be Galladay and Jefferson. I'm gonna roll on Jefferson. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the gamble and say Jefferson will have a better week than Galladay. Yeah, I also probably will look at who I'm playing in terms of the matchup. Hey, look, if I'm playing someone who has all of their players not on by, and it looks like I have to have all my best players, I'm gonna play safe and go with Galladay. But at the same time, if I look like, man, I could have a good chance of winning, that would look at Justin Jefferson. Jefferson has the higher ceiling between the two. Yeah, totally. Agreed. Yeah. Hey, Jim, uh, one more. Robert Woods or Chase Claypool? Robert Woods. If Deontay Johnson was out, I would say play Chase Claypool. 
but with Deontay Johnson and um, Juju Smith in, I would I would go for Robert Woods. Got it. Hey, Jed, who is your sleeper of the week for this week? Um, I don't know if it's a big sleeper, but I like Travis Fulcom uh, with Philadelphia. Everyone knows he's the number one now. Um, even though they have a couple guys coming back, I expect him to have a huge game against Dallas. So um, that would be my sleeper. Hey, Jim, who, who's your sleeper of the week? Jermichael Hastings. I actually think that, look, if, if he's on your waiver, pick him up because I actually think that he's going to have a good week. Now, some people might not want to because they know that in a few weeks, Mostert is going to be back. But I actually think that Hastings for the next few weeks is going to be your Mike Davis. Yeah, yeah. The Shanahan's always have a great running back uh, attack going back all the way to Denver, to Atlanta, and now to San Francisco. Every single time they run an offense, their running backs with their zone blocking scheme always does a great job. And so I think Hastings is going to be good. My pick this week is going to be Cole Komet. Do not be surprised if Cole Komet comes out there with no Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller stinking it up. Uh, man, we are going to look at Cole Komet. I bet you it's going to be five catches for 80 yards with one touchdown. Hey, another one to look out for um, up in Seattle, Carlos Hyde taking over for Chris Carson. Um, watch that a little bit closely because he's had some hamstring issues. But if Carlos Hyde is in, he could produce this weekend. Yeah. Now, at the same time, is if Carlos Hyde does go out, go out, man, those wide receivers, Lockett and Metcalf, who Jed loves, is going to do really, really well. But man, they're into third string guy. I, I actually don't even know who the third string guy in Seattle is. It's well, uh, D- DJ Dallas. Um, DJ Dallas. Yeah, and so not not a bad pickup. Here's the person. Don't don't fall into this Tyler Lockett trap. Everybody always he always has this one great game every season. And the following week, he stinks. And so if you're going to pick a player, it's going to be DK Metcalf this week. Well, you guys know I'm a big DK Metcalf fan. I've got him in our uh, Dynasty League, so I can't disagree with you there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, any last thoughts, Jim? Jen, any last thoughts as we wrap up for this week? Yeah. we're Look, we're in the midway point of the fantasy season. And so I think we keep saying this. You're in first or second or third. Try not to make too many crazy uh, plays or moves. Um, pick up a couple players that's going to solidify yourself and move forward. If you're in last place, quite honestly, especially if you're in a dynasty league, go after some of these players that we just talked about, right? The Cole Kmets of the world, the T. Higgins of the world. Start planning for next year and start uh, dumping some of your other players for, for those who are in playoff contention. Yeah, and if any one of you want to dump those players to me, I'm available. So uh, happy to pick those guys up. But at the same time, a lot of times, let's say, for instance, I have a couple of teams in one of my leagues. I have a bunch of different players that are injured. McCaffrey is injured. Mostert is injured. Ertz is injured. So you know when you come back, you're going to have a very, very, very good team. So as a result, you want to make sure you slip right into the eighth, seventh, eighth playoff spot, and you just want to make sure you take the championship. Hey, a couple of years ago, guys, I was eight and eight, squeaked right by in the playoffs and won the championship. So it can be done. I, I know that's I know that's my brother's strategy. He loves to target these guys who are an injured reserve. He trades for them. He sneaks into the playoffs, and he's hoping that by the time they enter into the playoffs that they'll all be ready and he'll have the best team going in. I kn- That's his strategy. 
I, I didn't realize we had an 18 playoff. I actually think that's too high. Most of the 10-team leagues I'm in, it's usually a 14 or 16 playoff. So um, <laughs> that's not a bad strategy, though. Yep. All right. Hey, week eight is we're going to get ready for week eight. The Monday night football game is going to be a snoozer. But other than that, hey, catch us up on NFL Fantasy Matchup on both Instagram as well as Facebook at fantasymatchup.nfl. That's fantasymatchup.nfl. And take a look at that Jamichael Hasty article that we shared on Yahoo as well, too. Talk soon, everyone.